Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit saymythyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, how can the thyroid affect the kidneys? So I'd like to first start off by discussing the three main kidney markers on a comprehensive metabolic panel. So we got BUN, which stands for blood urea nitrogen, creatinine, and EGFR, which is the filtration rate of the kidney. So as far as BUN, so this test measures the amount of urea nitrogen in your blood. So urea nitrogen is a waste product your body makes from the breakdown of protein in the foods that you eat. So healthy kidneys are able to filter urea nitrogen out of your blood, and then it's excreted through your urine. This process helps to keep your BUN level within a normal range. So a normal level of urea nitrogen usually ranges between 7 to 20. I mean, 20, a little bit on the higher end, but still within most lab ranges, acceptable ranges, the reference range. So if your levels are higher than normal, this may be a sign that your kidneys are not working as well as they should. Creatinine. So creatinine is a waste product that comes from the digestion of protein in your food and the normal breakdown of muscle tissue, and it is removed from your body through the kidneys. So if your kidneys are not working like they should, your serum creatinine levels go up. Normal levels will depend on your sex, age, also the amount of muscle mass your body has. Actually, with hyperthyroidism, this marker is commonly low because muscle mass is decreased. I'll talk about that shortly, but Usually creatinine level more than 1.2 for women and greater than 1.4 for men may be a sign that the kidneys are not working like they should. And then there's the EGFR, which again, this is the filtration rate. It measures how well your kidneys remove waste products and extra fluid. And if your GFR is low, your kidneys are likely not working as they should. For this test, the higher number is better. As kidney disease progresses, your GFR will go down. And in general, an EGFR value that's lower than 60 is a sign that the kidneys may not be working properly, whereas an EGFR lower than 15 is a marker of kidney failure. So as far as how thyroid can affect these markers, so I did mention with the creatinine, so hyperthyroidism, typically you're going to get lower muscle mass, and that will be one factor with decreasing creatinine. But I guess looking at the broader picture with hypothyroidism, you got sluggish thyroid, low thyroid, and that's going to have a negative effect on kidney function. So if your thyroid is really low, it might look like you're in the early stages of kidney disease. So if someone has hypothyroidism, including Hashimoto's, you might have a lower EGFR, you might have a higher creatinine as well as BUN. So if you see that and you're dealing with hypothyroidism, especially overt hypothyroidism, whereas the T3, T4 are well below the reference range, or I mean, honestly, even mildly below the lab reference range could affect those kidney markers. But sometimes even subclinical hypothyroidism where TSH is elevated and then the T3, T4 are within the lab range, but maybe less than optimal, that also could affect the kidneys. So if it looks like you're in the beginning stages of kidney disease, or let's say the GFR is in the 60s, 
again, it might not be directly related to the kidney. It could be related to the thyroid. And if you were to take, let's say, thyroid hormone replacements, that very well might restore those kidney markers back to where they should be. And then with hyperthyroidism, including Graves' disease, toxic multinodular goiter, even subacute thyroiditis, that increases everything, that speeds everything up. So the kidneys will be working harder, and usually you will see a normal EGFR. So that many times will be over 100. Now, again, if someone has kidney issues, kidney disease, especially like moderate to severe kidney disease, then you might not see that elevated. But if someone has like normal kidney function, you'll typically see that GFR elevated, that creatinine will decrease as a result. And then also it's decreasing because the muscle mass is decreased. So again, GFR commonly elevated, I wouldn't say elevated, but very high, which again, it's normally good to have it high, but in hyperthyroidism, it's because the body's working harder. So it could, in a way it could mask like early stages maybe, or I wouldn't say early kidney disease necessarily. But again, if someone normally has a GFR, let's say in the 60s or 70s, and you know, I would say you want to see it ideally at least in the 80s, 90s, triple digits normally is really good. But again, if you have hyperthyroidism, it may be over 100, even though without hyperthyroidism, it might be like significantly lower than that. And then again, the creatinine will typically be low. BUN sometimes will be lower as well. Also, there are other factors that could affect BUN. Like I see in people who are vegans, BUN typically will be on the lower side. So you might see a BUN of a five or a six or seven if you're eating mostly a plant-based diet and really minimizing the amount of animal protein you're consuming. So that is my answer to the question, how can the thyroid affect the kidneys? So again, hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, lower thyroid hormones will typically result in a decrease in the EGFR and an increase in the creatinine and BUN. And then what hyperthyroidism, including Graves, toxic multinodular goiter, subacute thyroiditis, usually we'll see the EGFR high, creatinine low, BUN might be low, but I would focus more with hyperthyroidism on the EGFR and creatinine. Again, once you balance those thyroid hormones in either case with hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, assuming you don't have underlying kidney disease, you should see those markers normalize. So as usual, I hope you found this Q&A episode to be super valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.